Welcome to Music Ranked, a special production from the Toddcast Podcast. Each month, Todd and I review some of our favorite bands and musical acts. Stemming from a list Eric made a decade ago, he created an algorithm to see who exactly was his favorite band. Now, I do extensive research and rate and review every song. We talk about our memories and artist histories. At the end, we will have all music ranked. Hello, and welcome to the Toddcast. We are here with Eric to talk about some music. Eric, how do you feel about Bad Company? Hey, Todd. Thanks for bringing me on today to talk about this music. I appreciate Bad Company. I think I appreciated Bad Company pretty hardcore in 2007 when I made this original list. Uh, they were ranked within the top 20, which I think if I would say, hey, Todd, give me your top 20 bands, and which we kind of did that. Did, did Bad Company show up for you whatsoever? Bad Company was yet another one that surprisingly just was not was completely off the radar. It's It's... Again, one of those bands that, you know, when they come on the radio, I will rock out to them. I, I definitely appreciate it, but just did not own, wasn't like really on the radar that intensely, which is, is no longer the case, thankfully. Yeah, no, I, I was surprised by your kind of um, lack of bad company. I don't know. I, I mean, bad company is, do they not sound like classic rock? Like they just scream classic oh, rock? <laughs> they, they are, they are quite possibly the epitome of classic rock. If you, you are looking for, okay. I want something with some some good guitars, singing about, you know, some good times and loving the ladies. And I want music that I can listen to while I'm having a beer or a whiskey at my local dive bar and just have a good old Friday night. You'd be hard-pressed to come up with something that is, that is more on point than classic Bad Company. Like, they, yeah. they are classic rock, which, again, is why it's surprising that I, I just... I guess with me, it's for the, the classic rock bands that I like. I love them, and I've got everything. Led Zeppelin, The Doors, Black Sabbath. They're like, I've got everything they've put out, and that's fantastic. But a lot of a lot of classic rock that I enjoy, I've got like one or two tracks from from like classic rock compilation albums. You know, sort of greatest hits, sort of a thing. Sure. And just never got around to diving deeper and and getting a little more into their catalog. And that is one of the the joyous benefits of the music rank projects, at least from my side, is it's it's given me an opportunity slash excuse to start digging into full albums for a lot of these bands. And I, I'm finding that I really there's a lot of stuff out there that I really enjoy and I've kind of been missing the boat on. And this is this has really helped to sort of fill that gap. So once again, thank you, Eric. Hey, anytime. No. Uh, so Bad Company did not. You know, obviously I did my entire research phase and go through and and and, and figured out why this company or this band exists and, and so forth they didn't to me it didn't seem like it was super troubled past nothing super interesting no. or controversial you know there weren't 20 homemade documentaries on youtube about this is how bad company came together or so forth like i'm sure there's some bh1 uh behind the musics and so forth uh, and it wasn't like they were perfect but i i found when i was kind of doing the research through podcasts and, and so forth obviously paul rogers is the the lead singer of bad company but i was i was actually impressed by that his what he did before and after bad company and he was in a band called free so are you familiar with free oh yeah yeah. yeah, so I'm, again, yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with a couple of their songs. Well, that's where I'm at right now. Like, 
I'm only I'm familiar with a couple of their songs as well. But once I listened, I'm like, oh yeah, that is oh that's very similar to Bad Company. Oh, I can hear that, and then realize that okay, that Paul Rogers was in Free, and then there was a group, um, and I this name kept coming out. Uh, I've heard this over and over, and I've just never heard any of their songs. But maybe you have. Have, uh, have you ever heard of King Crimson? Yes. Again, I've probably heard a couple of their songs, not super hip For, uh, to their well, full deal, just because I haven't taken the time. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I will get into it at some point in time. We will listen to King Crimson. From what I understand is they were a one of the innovators or like one of the early prog rocks. Yep. Bands yep. that kind of like were very influential. So I guess King Crimson and Free got together, and that's what came of Bad Company. They were it was kind of a little super group, and that is where yep. the Bad Company came to. And you know, I'm looking here, and I probably have 30 vinyl records from our dad's collection. And mind you, that I did manage. I must have just got into Bad Company, and <laughs> you know, 2000 because I have two or three Bad Company albums, records. So out of the group, I have, once again, Beatles, Elton John, so forth. And then you look at it and say, oh, well, Eric must love Bad Company. And I'm like, well, okay. I, you know, so probably obviously wouldn't be the top ones that I would grab now if I only got to select 30, but I do have several of their um, albums, which actually are like the top of my list, which their self-titled Bad Company is, is a tremendous record. And yeah. I found myself really liking that. Um, you get, you know, ready for love and can't get enough. And, uh, the title track, bad company, which I believe is the one that you said you've probably listened to. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's yeah. probably what you might've had already prior to saying, Hey, talk, no, get pr- these albums. Prior, prior to this, I had the song bad company and feel like making love. And that was it. And then checked out, uh, three, three albums, the, the title track or the, their, their, their debut self-titled deal uh straight shooter and then probably what i recommended i think i think yes. i probably gave you the the top three and said hey if you're gonna yeah. listen to three albums why don't you just listen to the ones that i like the most and tell yeah. me what you think and, and, you yeah, know the, it was so, uh run with the pack run with the pack ah, the there album. you go yes yeah. yes i would say talk, normally we talk about like all right what's our history do we have any fond memories as time goes by, it will get a little bit more difficult because some of these more obscure bands in terms of Bad Company, well, how many moments in life could I have had? <laughs> hey, this this moment reminds me of bad, bad Company. And granted, as I continue to go down this list, I find a lot more stories that like pop up in your brain because music triggers some wonderful like, oh, I remember this. I was here oh, yeah. and I did this. And it might not be super interesting, but I do remember the... Um, the song Feel Like Making Love brought back a memory in which that was the song that I decided that I was going to try to learn how to play dad's drums. Oh. And I distinctly remember setting up the drums in my bedroom. And okay. and that, that song, I mean, if you, it goes, there, there's a nice part at like, feel like making love, doo-doo, doo-doo, right. which is right. my drum beat. And that, that part was really, really fun. And I said, I think I can do that. And yes, I think I could do that, <laughs> you know, but there was no other part of the drum <laughs> that, that I could do, like without any type of formal training or anything. Uh, there was no way that I could do anything except for play on the cymbals. And that was pretty fun and also eye opening that like, all right, Eric, if you're really going to try to play the drums, you're either going to have to get formal training or you're going to have to work really hard. And this is prior to YouTube. So I think to this day and age. If I wanted to set the drums up and say, let's give it a go, 
I think I could probably get a little bit further because YouTube right. could teach me the concept. Like, what's your job? And from what I've always understood, the drum it keeps the time. Right. Have you? Right. Have you ever tried to play the drums as an adult, or maybe did you just <laughs> hit, hit the you know the symbols and stuff like I did when we were young? I mean, it was it's one of those things to where growing up, you know, dad had the drums, but those were dad's drums. Like you did not touch dad's drums. Like if you got caught in too close a proximity to dad's drums, that was bad. That was a bad thing. <laughs> like that was that was yeah. trouble. Um, so I didn't really mess around. Like there were a couple of times he'd be like, yeah, okay, sure. And you know, whatever, you know, as an adult, you know, occasionally there'd be a drum, drum kit around and I'd try and do a thing. And drums are one of those things that you look at them and you're like, well, you're, wait, you're, you're just, you know, banging on the drum. Like this, 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 yeah. this, this can't, this can't be that hard. Like there is definitely skill involved with drumming. Like, and especially if you're, oh. you know, if you're good, there's a difference between, you know, it's not, not all drummers are equal. Like there's good drummers, there's bad drummers, whatever, but like the basic concept of, you know, but whatever, like that shouldn't be that hard until you sit on that stool and you're like, Oh, there's a lot going on here that, yeah, I've never, I've never taken the time or energy to do it, but it was definitely eye opening to dad really makes this look easy. And this is oh, not as yeah. easy as I think it is. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, no, you, you doing you, anything. You, yeah. Yeah. Well, I equivalent rubbing, rubbing your uh, belly and tapping your head in, in different directions right. and so forth. Right. Like that is, if you can do that, then you might just be able to do something on the drums because I just had <laughs> right. a hard time. I mean, you imagine he had two kick pads, so he had the two bass mm -hmm. drums or whatever they're called. I don't know. And then you had mm -hmm. the cymbal and, and so forth with your foot. So you, at any given time, you could be doing two things on two different things with two different feet and obviously your hands. So, right. like, I have decent enough hand-eye coordination that I think I could do very well with hitting cymbals and, and, and forgive me, I don't know the names of the, the, the drums that you're hitting <laughs> with your actual hands. But, but when, you try right. to, when you try to keep pace with one foot, I don't know if you're just keeping time or what, you know, and this, might, this is always one of those, if I had unlimited time, my ass would learn how to play the drums and the piano. It just oh, like yeah. I would oh, just yeah. learn. I would I would take the time to do that because I would at least like to try. Uh, but the whole concept uh, that was the song that brings back the memories of like, yeah, Eric, uh, you just don't naturally have dad's uh, ability, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So that were bad company, an, a little uh, odd moment that kind of sprung up with me. But I think we'll take a break, Todd. We come back, we can talk about some of the songs that we like, maybe some of the best albums, maybe some of the, the cool information we learned from the bad company. When buying clothes, you have choices. You can be stylish, be trendy, be outspoken, but those are all the wrong answers. We want you to be like Justin Benline. Be beige. Why show personality in your clothing when you can lock yourself away and be forgotten? Franchise 10 Apparel has been bringing the best clothes and accessories that'll never be seen. Even hermits wear shirts. Visit justinbenline.com and save 30% off the Justin Benline collection. JustinBenline.com. No personality, no problem. Be beige. All right, we are back from that lovely break. We were just kind of discussing, you know, how difficult it is to play the drums. But uh, Paul Rogers did not play the drums. Paul Rogers was the iconic voice of Bad Company and the group that we were talking about free earlier. Uh, Todd, did you know that after Bad Company, Paul Rogers? 
went on to work with Jimmy Page and formed a group. I know that there was a Led Zeppelin connection between the two, and that is the one piece of useful trivia that I'm bringing to the table. I would have been in high school. I think I was reading some biography type thing about Led Zeppelin. Might have been Hammer of the Gods. They make mention of one point, Led Zeppelin started off on Atlantic and then eventually came out with their own label. And Uh there was mention that the boys in Led Zeppelin and the fellows from Bad Company got together. And I believe it was Bad Company, like this, their their self-titled, was like the first major American swan song release. So I knew there was some connection between the two. Absolutely. I didn't know it continued beyond that. Well, they created a group. And they had the hit Radioactive, which sounds really familiar, but mm. it sounds to me like mm. there's also been multiple songs with that name. So it's one of those right. things where I'm definitely like interested in listening, and I know I've heard it before. So they, right. But then, so the group was called The Firm, and then after mm. The Firm, after The Firm, there was a group called The Law. So, so they were just like, all right, we are going <laughs> with this like lawyer type theme. Uh, so I, those are two like like. Like I said, when I was listening to Paul Rogers, which, by the way, his podcast interviews, he comes off as one of the classiest guys I've listened to. He just came off as super humble, super down to earth, like super easy to like listen and talk to. Like, you know, sometimes you get celebrities in there either full of themselves or they don't seem interested in being there. And they know that it's just the interview circuit and they're promoting their upcoming tour or whatever. Paul Rogers was genuinely like interested and engaged and like i had a lot of respect for him afterwards because this guy's kind of a big deal you know maybe oh yeah but he was just taught it'd be like a guy that just you know walked by you met at the grocery store and just start chit-chatting and just a pleasant individual so nice. sometimes you can listen to a podcast and you kind of get the feel for this per- this human being and i was very impressed but of course o- over recent years you know what paul rogers basically went on to be the replacement to Freddie Mercury in Queen for their tours. Were you familiar I did with not that? know that. I, yeah. No. Yeah. So that's fun. When, yeah, no, that's so not right at this moment, right? At this moment, there is um, Adam. I can't remember his last Adam something from uh, American Idol fame is their current lead singer. And okay. uh, Adam Lambert. There you go. That somebody screamed very loud into a phone. And I remembered. Thank you. Good, good you job. Good job, listeners. I know. Sometimes it does pass through. Uh, so, but prior to that, Paul Rogers was out touring with Queen and did the the whole, I guess, Queen Freddie Mercury catalog. And obviously they have different voices, but from what I understand, it was still a rockin' good time. And he continued to be the lead man of some really uh, high caliber bands. So nice. That is that is Paul Rogers at pretty much in that's bad company in a sense. Like so, little historical, you know, and pop culture trivia going on there but let's get down to the nitty-gritty let's talk some numbers todd uh bad company was ranked 16 when i did this back in the okay. 2007 they moved to a whopping 13 and jumped right. over like csny and a couple other guys so it wasn't a huge move from my still upwardly mobile well in, yeah, they, in, in yeah. my reckoning they've made it onto the list i've not quantified yeah, it yet yeah but yeah i right. i would say easily that they would have gone from not on the list at all, of which my list was, I think, just shy of 100, to I think I could easily put these guys probably top 50 at least. Maybe, maybe a little higher now that, I've, now that I've heard more of it, but it was a solid showing. Yeah. 
Well, they, they really killed it with their first albums, you know? Oh. So I looked yeah. at it, and I think they had 12 total studio albums. And Bad Company, for me, what am I looking here? I think there was a total of... I think it had all positive scores. They had like eight tracks, and I think they were all positive scores. So I'm sorry. That's that, saying you know? something. Yeah, like they were all fours yeah. or fives for me, you know, which, yeah. and I think, yeah, I'm looking at it now. They had five fives on one album. So like, it's a tremendous, they'll be up there with some of the best albums when I do like, oh, like, hey, these are the top albums I've ranked so far. And then that's not even my favorite song, I believe, is is on that album. They, <laughs> they really killed it for the next couple tracks. So they, they moved up, but. We're fighting against some of the best bands uh, oh, that yeah. we had, and as as it happens, as one uh, bands do, they continue to put out albums, and they don't necessarily keep that pace. So yeah. Yeah. we're looking at a thing called Dangerous Age, which was one of their later albums, and it was pretty much twos and threes all the way through. And yeah. uh, there was one called Company of Strangers, which was primarily all twos, which... Ooh. I don't necessarily have, you know, like that means these are songs that when I hear them right off the get go, I want to skip them. That, that's right. kind of how the two works. So I guess I guess it's not all consistent. I guess if I randomly threw you an album and say, all right, this is this is the only album from Bad Company you would get. Uh, you could land on a stinker and they would be like, this is awful. Or you could be like, this is the greatest band of all time. That's kind of how it goes. Yeah, well, you know, and, and that's sort of a trend, and I don't know that I can ever hold that against anybody. Like, they started off strong. They kind of used up most of their good stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. and it, that, that's, that's, that's how that goes. I don't know. I think there's maybe a reason why a lot of the bands that I really enjoy are ones that had their moment and then stopped. I mean, sadly, sometimes it's because this member of the band passed away or whatever. Sometimes it's that, you know, they broke up or whatever, but like... It just seems like the longer you're in there and the longer you try to keep things going, like that's that's a dicey situation to be able to pull that off. And not not yeah. many can. And I don't really fault the bands for trying and I don't really hold it against them for not being able to make that happen because that's 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 a tricky thing for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, that's you know, I don't think they got a single one on my list but they don't really necessarily produce noise tracks you know they didn't just do right. anything really artsy where it's just like you know crickets in the background or trains or <laughs> <laughs> um yeah yeah that's, yeah that, that's what we do with our artsy stuff uh that's but right. for the most part they were they were fine and it's no surprise to me that my favorite song was feel like making love although this might have been one of the best best finals you know in my whole concept is i put all the five star songs in a tournament and i break it down and then i kind of have a random tournament to see who which song wins and primarily oh, yeah. it's an e easy way to find that out and it got down to feel like making love and uh shooting star those are my two tops yep. and that's <laughs> like, that's legit uh, i mean shooting star is a, a damn near perfect song but I think feel like making love. It has the me trying to play drums in the back of my head and somewhat of a connection to dad in a weird way. Um, yeah, maybe not most respect or whatever. So when it, when it came down to it, it was a I probably listened to both songs back to back and really tried to figure out which one was my favorite. And I think I pulled for feel like making love. But you never know, you know, when I, in, in a year from now. And I said, hmm, I wonder what it really could be shooting star. But those were quality songs that I would recommend anyone to get to their Apple music and download both uh, oh yeah and send those royalty checks to the to the bad company todd what's yep. your favorite song if you had to choose one i would say it's probably between the self-titled bad company and feel like making love probably with a, a slight leaning towards bad company because bad company is one of those those bands that managed to 
put out an album, a self-titled album with a self-titled track. Like off the top of my head, I can think of Bad Company did that, Black Sabbath did that, and I'm having a hard time oh. thinking of a thinking of even a third. Oh. Like that, that oh. to get that that sort of trifecta is on the one hand, come on, you couldn't come up with something more original for for sure. any one of those other two things. But there's another part of me. It's like, yeah, that, that's pretty awesome. You, you went for it. Yeah. You know, they um, sure did. <laughs> so for, it was a super solid song. Like, I, I really enjoyed that. I would say their self-titled album is definitely would be my pick for top album. Although I will say in expanding listening, there is a there's a song off Run With The Pack called Silver, Blue and Gold. That's that I don't oh, think I've ever one. heard before, but immediately got like a four or five star situation yeah. for me. And, and you know that I tend to grade on a pretty harsh mm-hmm curve so that that's kind of saying something uh, oh yeah it's it's it's, uh, it's good stuff yep absolutely that is a good one yeah there's for for those that want to play the greatest hits game i'll release some of the songs <laughs> all right so uh if if you get your pen handy or just google this uh but can't get enough ready for love don't let me down is a good song bad company moving on rock and roll fantasy running with the pack Ooh, yeah like you said silver blue and gold Rocksteady's not too shabby. I mean, so those are yeah. some of the ones that, you know, some of their hits that you should probably say, hey, let me go give these a listen. Absolutely. Most of those deemed five stars. Uh, there's a decent amount of four stars that I'm into. Todd probably would be given the threes because we have a little bit of a different scale, but uh, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. But overall, I thought Bad Company was a fantastic band, fantastic catalog. It wasn't super difficult to listen to. Towards the end, you were kind of done with them, but they did just fine and there were some decent interviews like i said so if you if you're interested in all that jazz and you want to hear a little bit more about paul rogers and primarily they did you know most of the podcasts and interviews talk a little bit about the history but mostly he's promoting tours you know he's kind of talking about hey we're going to be touring with queen and, and so forth but i did find a lot of cool little snippets along the way so music ranked bad company you can find it all on that lovely website. Perfect. Well, thank you, Eric. Thank you for all of your research. And thank you once again for helping to open my eyes and, and expand my uh, my catalog with some awesome new stuff that will definitely make it into the shuffle moving forward. Thank you, listeners. And again, make sure that you uh, head on over to Music Ranked to reap the benefits of Eric's researches and good stuff. Lots of tasty links over there. And until next time, thanks. Thanks for showing up. And I hope you all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast Podcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas you'd like us to chat about, you can reach out on social. Search for Toddcast Podcast. Visit our website at toddcastpodcast.com with a single D in Todd. There you will find show notes, original articles, and a backlog of episodes. If you'd enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts are appreciated. Thanks again for listening to the Toddcast. Well, that's beautiful. I mean, they're not actual crickets in here with me, at least not that I can see. I can hear them. Oh, well, they don't need to be in there to, to make their presence known. No. I like episodes about trains and crickets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that a train? What is that? Uh, no, that was a train. Yeah, there, there is a train. I mean, it's that that yeah, that noise yeah. you just heard. I, it's oh yeah, no, that's a train. Yeah. That that is absolutely where a train. Your, yeah. Where in your location is there a train? Far enough to where you can't hear the actual 
train on the tracks, but close enough that when they sound the horn and it's, you know, you're outside, like you can't hear that in the house. In the back patio, yeah, there's, there's, it's, it's close enough. There's a train. Oh, yeah. There's train, trains and crickets. Yeah. 